All right. Hey, guys, good morning. Uh, thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. So I'm going to uh, tie into uh, um, discuss the topic of, of called empathy, right? Uh, to me, empathy has always been a tricky, tricky, um, I don't know how to word it, like cause and effect, but uh, it's been always been a tricky, um, you know, a- application, how to live it out. So I'm, I'm going to try it and connect it to through Honey Boy, which is like a, a feature film by Shia LaBeouf. So grab your coffee, you know, grab your cupcakes, you know, a cup of tea, glass of water, whatever you enjoy. And I'll be right there with you guys. I'll be tuning in. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, it's like, um, I think for a lot of years, uh, I mean, like, I was, like, like, like with my brother, my oldest brother, Paul. So, like, for a lot of years, I, I had, like, a lot of resentment and anger towards my dad, right? With the, how, the, how the way he can, he can kind of conduct himself. And my older brother was like, man, you know, you have to, um, you know, sit back and, and not be so judgmental of him. And he's like, you got to, you know, put yourself kind of in his shoes and kind of, um, you know, uh, try to understand, like, what it was like to, to be a young father and to... Uh, be a young husband and all that stuff. And I mean, at the time, I really wasn't trying to hear it, to be very honest. But um, that interaction between he and I it really stuck with me. And um, so it, it kind of, you know, it, it was, man, it was so early on, maybe in my early 20s. No, maybe uh, maybe in my late teens. Uh, I was think I was entering college. And, you know, when you're entering college, you're trying to figure out your identity, who you are, where you want to go, where you want to be. Uh, you know, people's parents, you know, are dropping their kids off at college and, you know, your parents aren't there. Right. So, but yeah, um, uh, he, he just pretty much asked me, he's like, Hey man, you know, stop being so judgmental. And that was the first time that, you know, I don't mean just a man, an older man, but, and I don't mean just my brother, but just, um, had anyone ever asked me to look at things from another person's perspective and just be understanding, not condone it, not enable it, uh, not say it's fine, but, you know, like, just take yourself out of the equation pretty much, right? And uh, that's that's pretty much what he was asking me to do. So it took me years, right, to, to apply and implement that because how does that look, right? And, and I think that's the most difficult part because you're, you're trying to, you know, figure yourself out. You're trying to complete college. You're trying to, uh, you know, uh, drive and pursue and go get but there's this work that needs to be done in your life from your childhood that you really aren't really trying to to do but um i think that was the first um maybe seed planet or spark um you know when he was and and the word empathy didn't come up um you know he didn't ask me to use that you know you know that word or that type of um approach but i think that's what he was trying to say pretty much but that's not how it came out that is definitely not how it was titled, but, you know, he could feel and sense um, the anger, the frustration, the disappointment, um, uh, the bitterness, right, maybe. And I was like, dang, you know, like, like, what do I do with that? Because it was just a conversation. It wasn't like, you know, a series of talks that we had, you know, with my brothers. It wasn't like a series of conversations over the months, weeks, years. It was just one conversation. And uh, he just said, hey, stop being so judgmental. You know, um, I was like, man, I'm not trying to hear that. So, <laughs> you know, he and I really weren't uh, best of buds, you know, following that conversation. But uh, what he said to me, yeah, it, it, it stuck. So, but yeah. And uh, I, th- I think the I've always thought it was a good idea, like to put children through counseling. Right now, 
it's kind of hard to put your kids through counseling whenever you're the parent. <laughs> you haven't even been through counseling yourself or talked to anyone about your own childhood and what you've gone through and what's been passed down from your from your granddad, from his granddad, to, from his dad to your dad. So, but yeah, um, you know, putting a, a, your, your kids through counseling uh, after your parents, you know, have trauma, um, what's the word, discomfort, violence, whatever, man. Uh, however you want to title that, but I think, you know, um, as a side effect to that, you know, kids should be put through some, some form of, uh, some form of, uh, what's the word, you know, uh, therapy. And I've talked to a lot of people, dealt with a lot of people over years, including myself. Like I said, we're just busy, right? Uh, counseling is too slow. It slows you down. It, it disrupts, you know, the, the routine and, or whatever you got going on. And to me, it's like, I think the, the long-term, you know, ramifications are just not worth it. So, um, like, you know, if, if I speak from my own life, like my mom, um, we had discussed, I was probably in my late twenties, right. Uh, just the after effects. And uh, I, I sat down with her and she's like, you know, she had spoken to my dad about putting us in counseling and, and my dad was like, Oh, no, they'll be fine. And hell no, we, you know, we were not fine, <laughs> you know, so, but, uh, but that's, that's the hindsight, man. And, and that, that's the key, you know, just going into those dark places that you don't want to go, having those, those difficult conversations and going into those, into those spaces that, man, who, who wants to go there? You know, who wants to talk about that crap? I mean, and I get it, but, um, you know, when it comes to, uh, a small child or, uh, you know, preteen, um, eight-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old, man, you have to, you know, give, give him or her opportunity, you know, that you weren't given. So whenever I tie this to Honey Boy, um, he had a, a very, uh, what's the word, um, very uh, delicate relationship with his father, man. And uh, I want to spend time on that, but I want to tap into his mother not being there, I think being absent. And no, I, I did not watch Honey Boy. And I, I don't think, you know, you have to watch the movie Honey Boy to understand the context, right? Uh, so I'm not really going to get into the that, that actual Hollywood theatrical film because I'm like, I'm not really interested in promoting Hollywood or uh, movies and, hey, you know, feel good. No, I'm talking about empathy, okay? I'm, I'm talking about you doing your own life work, like you doing your work within you, like for you, right? Uh, and I think Honey Boy is a prime example of that. So, um, and like I said, just the context of just how we interact with our parents, you know, and how we view them for a lot of years as being these perfect people. And they're far from perfect, you know. Um, that, that one moment you might be playing and be laughing and the next, next moment he or she might hit you with something, you know, or call you a name or belittle you or put you down. So, um you know, it's it's like I said, this is a, a tough topic and it's not like I said, a fun topic, but uh, something that I do enjoy talking about because I've, I've had to actually, like I said, go through it myself. So we're going to rewind a little bit and kind of tap into Honey Boy um, far as just the, the context and the background and uh, you know what brought about Honey Boy uh, and, and what it was intended to be. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. So basically in Honey Boy, uh, it's, it's a it's a movie based on Shia LaBeouf's childhood to where uh, his dad was like a, a rodeo clown and a writer. He never made it. So, and the son became an actor and he, he made it. So basically he's having to, to, you know, um, pretty much take care of the family. I mean, as a kid, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year old, be a, the breadwinner while dealing with your dad, who's a Vietnam vet, who's prideful, jealous, you know, envious and angry 
and they, I think they, they they live like four years in a hotel. So this is this is like the real story, not the the movie. This is the kind of the back, the background and context. And Shia began writing this while he was in a mental institution. Okay, so uh, and that's what that that was one of his requirements in the, in the institution was to do the homework of placing himself in his dad's shoes, right, and being empathetic. Uh, which turned into, like I said, this movie uh, called Honey Boy. And I really don't care about the movie. I care about doing the work. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer that, you know, true empathy, it has to come in a time where, they're, where you're able to really go in, and dive in. You can't have all these distractions, number one. Number two, whenever you're younger, you know, most of us really just don't care. Um, it's more like black and white. But as you get older... A lot of things become grayer. So when it comes to empathy, you have to, you have to put yourself completely, like both feet in their shoes. And like I said, that that comes with age and maturity and experience, and you having to to eat a few pieces of humble pie, evidently. Uh, which in turn, we we all will eat humble pie at some point. But um, just to break down empathy, uh, why it's needed. Uh, and like I said, some cases, you know, your dad might be alive, or mom. Uh, in some cases, they may not. So, like, as we mature and get older, um, you know, you're able to, like I said, it's it's crazy. Uh, I think it, as I say in previous episodes, I speak on my brother, how he told me to not be so judgmental on my of my dad. But it took me, you know, becoming a stepfather. It took me becoming um, a married man. You know, it took me becoming an after-school program director uh, to put yourself in that parental role and in that parental bubble or in that, you know, sphere. And um, then I was able to fully empathize with what my brother was trying to say. And he, man, he made a lot of mistakes in his marriage as well. And like I said, that usually comes later with humble pie, with mistakes, with decisions and choices that we, we want to take back, but you can't. And once you cause that hurt and cause that pain, you can't ever take it back. And that kid is, you know, that, that scar, right? Let's put those, those scars on your loved ones. It's, it's forever. And that, that has to be worked out in therapy, counseling, journaling. And that's what the character in Honey Boy goes through. And that's what you'll have to go through as well. You yourself have to go through that and experience that one day. And uh, sometimes it takes being forced to sit down. You'll find yourself in situations and, and facing things that you can't out-talk, you can't out-buy, you can't manipulate. And that's kind of where the work begins to take shape. I honestly feel like this is a topic that I could probably spend you know hours upon hours upon hours on. But I, I think I'm you know, I think you. I think you. I think you get the point. Um, and given you know what age you might be and where you are, uh, that there, there's an ancient proverb, right? So say like you know if you're riding along in a hurricane, and you come to a bus stop, and there are three people at the bus stop, right? So it's the woman of your dreams, it's your best friend, he saved your life, and it's an old man who's dying, right? Now in the car that that you're driving at the bus stop has it only has one seat. You can only pick up one person, and you have to decide who you're going to take. And what two people are you going to leave there? Now, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just an ancient proverb just kind of to see and state where you are. So as you think about that, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, it means a lot. 
And um, you know, like, I, like I always say, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, we're going to have to go together, okay? So chill on that proverb, you know. Um, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. And like I always say, guys, be at peace.